In this edition of Locked On Capitals, we talk about your Capitals as they take down the Tampa Bay Lightning convincingly by a score of 5-1. to one. Let's talk about that game next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, give it a thumbs up. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this weekend edition of Locked On Capitals, your Washington Capitals take down the lightning in convincing fashion by a score of 5-1. to one. Big key takeaway from this game for me, I've kind of been banging the drum for him as long as he's been here, is Sonny Milano showing up big, two goals, a three-point night, four shots on goal. What a great find for the Capitals, Brian McClellan and company. This is a team that has a bunch of different injuries. So for the Caps to be able to find a diamond in the rough and uh, get uh, Sonny Milano off a PTO that was released from the Flames, a big thing. We'll talk about that in the show. Then later we'll talk about the great play of Lars Eller. And then to close it out, we'll talk about Darcy Kemper and how he stood on his head. But just to get it going here, your Capitals do win in a convincing fashion. It was a game that saw goals by Sonny Milano, Anthony Mantha, uh, Protus, Connor Sheary. Uh, just a really great game out there. Uh, Darcy Kemper made saved 28 of 29. That's good for a .966 save percentage. And the thing that kind of really ignited the Capitals um, last night for me was that um, hit uh, by Kubel on foot. And I know that, you know, I'm kind of watching the video back. It looks like it, he, he did hit him up high. I'm not going to try to dispute that. But what happened was that, you know, engaged the both of the teams. There was a big brawl. There was a bunch of people fighting out there, a bunch of different players fighting. And what I think that did is it rattled the lightning, but it intensified the Washington Capitals. They were hell-bent on winning that game last night, and they did. And Darcy Kemper standing up on, on his head, doing what he does best, making great saves. I mean, what more could we ask for Darcy? He saves 28 of 29 shots. That is what you need to do. But again, my my big, my first star of the game would be Sonny Milano. Um, you know, like I say, what else can, positive can you say about him? Gets that breakaway goal, drives it home, and then uh, gets another goal later in the game, net front there. So just a big game. Sonny Milano, two goals and an assist, provided all the offense Washington needed Friday. And Kemper made it stand up at Capital One Arena where the Caps hammered Nikita Kucherov and the Lightning 5-1 to in a physical contest that at times featured some nasties, writes the Athletic. That was the big thing for me, too, in that game was uh, Darcy Kemper showing up big on that breakaway goal by Nikita Kucherov. Not once, twice. So he shot the goal. Um, it uh, uh, rebounded off of him, and he tried to hit it again. And uh, Kemper was able to get the, uh, the his pad over and make a huge save. 
So when you take a look at it, you know, I know I think the Capitals would have won the game regardless of who was in net. I think that Charlie and Darcy are both excellent net minders, but uh, Darcy Camper showing up huge to start the game. That was one of the things, you know, intensified Capital One Arena. Uh, as I was watching it at home there, that place was live uh, after he made those two huge saves. And then just, you know, the different things throughout the game. Sonny Milano, the big thing, the hit on of Kubel on foot, all those things were just kind of kept that Capitals fire stoked through the entire uh, game. So, I mean, that was their big key to success. You better believe that that game on Sunday night will be a physical contest, uh, suffices to say. So, you know, again, what I think happened with the Lightning is it rattled them because, you know, they were going forward, um, you know, and they're not as good this year as they've been in previous years, but they still have a pedigree of winning. You know, there's a lot of great players on there. They could still end up finishing the top. But in any case, the Capitals were engaged uh, tonight, and that's what you need to see more of, engaged play out there. The defense played well. What was one of the keys? Uh, John Carlson led for ice time for a good chunk of the game there on the defense. So having John Carlson back out there was huge. So there are other in, uh, things that we'll talk about too. Peter Laviolette um, being out due to COVID protocol. Um, just it was it was an interesting and a unique game on a lot of different levels. It was a much needed reprieve for the Caps, who fell four to one to the Penguins Wednesday. The victory also capped a season-long four-game homestand that underscored the unevenness of the campaign to the point Washington went two-two and zero, suffering humble defeats against Arizona and Pittsburgh and impressive triumphs over Edmonton and Tampa Bay. So. The one thing I will say about the resilience of this Capitals team, and you know, kind of a good litmus test for them, is they are able to pick up huge wins against formidable opponents. The Edmonton Oilers and the Tampa Bay Lightning fall under that category, I would say. Uh, so, you know, if there's doubters on this team, if they think, you know, can this team win games, you know, are they good enough to do anything? You know, look no further to what the Capitals were able to do. And, you know, we've talked about injuries and the impact on this team for the longest period of time. But what was one of the key things tonight, too, was John Carlson stepping up and playing big, his first game back in a while. That is my contention. That is my belief that once this Capitals team gets back to full strength, I know we might not see or we, we might not see Nick Backstrom or Connor Brown this season, but the other pieces, your Tom Wilson, your TJ Oshie, Dmitry Orloff, etc. Once those players come back into the lineup, I would say, look out. I think that this team is in a really good position. Uh, going forward here, uh, they can win when they need to win. And it's not like they they won a game against a weak team. Uh, the Lightning are a very good team, as a matter of fact. It's a little wacky, said John Carlson, whose second period assist pushed him past Michael Pavanka and into fifth place on the Caps all-time list with number 600. Honestly, we could beat anybody any night. It doesn't matter who we're playing. If we play the game like we did and how we're capable of, will win a lot of games. Doesn't matter how many guys are out. Um, I guess, you know, that's uh, debatable. I mean, I guess, you know, if you started uh, even adding more people to that list, you say you minus uh, Alex Ovechkin from the equation, say you minus Darcy Kemper. I mean, that's going to put your theory to test uh, in a hurry. But I understand, you know, the gist of what he's saying there, that if the team plays together, that uh, they're unstoppable. But, you know, and tonight was... Uh, a proof of that. It was an offensive showing of power, five to one. It was a goose egg on the Lightning for the lion's share of the game. 
until they got a goal late in the game. Darcy Kemper was close to having a shutout. So just a really uh, solid game all around. As jubilant as the Caps were afterward, they could get some bad news Saturday from the league's Department of Player Safety, which figures to scrutinize Nicholas Abe Kubel's high hit on Cal Foot. Abe Kubel skating in the third game since being claimed off waivers was assessed a five-minute major for an illegal check to the head and was ejected. Um, and, you know, watching that that play back again and again, it just seems like Foote's head was low and Cubell went high. Um, it's not the nastiest hit I've ever seen. It's not like, well, you know, when they're against the boards and they just get crushed into the boards. I can see where they're coming from. I'm not looking at that play with Capitals colored glasses on. But what I am saying is that I've seen worse hits and I do expect that he's going, you know, he already has the one game suspension. He got, you know, suspended pretty much this entire game because it happened in the earlier part. I would not be surprised if he gets suspended for one or two more games just to send a message. It seems like the league nowadays is all about, you know, kind of, you know, proving a point, you know, that you're not going to get away with this. And I wouldn't be surprised if Cubell ends up, um, uh, you know, getting a one or two game suspension. It's a bit unfortunate. He brings that physical uh, presence to this team, which has been lacking in the absence of Tom Wilson. So I hope that, you know, it is only a one or two game suspension. I would hope that it's zero games, if you want me to be honest, of course, but just kind of knowing the way the league does things, I wouldn't be surprised if he does get a one or two game suspension, but um, just trying to concentrate on the positive of this game against Sonny Milano. I can't overstate just the positive impact that he's had on this team. Uh, I mean, just kind of think about, you know, they tried different players in and out of the lineup. None of them uh, were able to really uh, do what Sonny was able to do here. All right. So after the break here, we will continue to talk about the game last night. Uh, just a really feel good game all around. It was at home. It was against a big team and they won five to one. What's not to love. We'll talk about more next. Today's episode of Locked On Capitals is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get at the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we have those as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And guys, if you're not into betting, even if you want to bet on the Capitals, you could bet on the next game against the Lightning. It would be a pretty safe bet. They won very handily uh, last night. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. All right, welcome back into this bonus weekend edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. That'd be a good time to do a podcast talking about your Capitals. You know, it's I've done quite a few of these shows this year where it's a bad outcome, where, you know, I have to go over another, you know, great defeat uh, at the hands of uh, another opponent in the NHL. But tonight, or today, we're going to talk about the Capitals as they reign victorious over the Tampa Bay Lightning and a statement win. Make no mistake about it. Um, you know, it wasn't a game that they won, you know, two to one or three to two. They won five to one. All the cannons were firing and blast off. The Caps did uh, pick up a big W. So not great. Lightning coach John Cooper said that was a tough hit. Just talking about um, that hit on uh, foot there. And I hope nothing but the best. I hope that he is able to, 
uh, to come back into. I, I, I don't wish injury on anyone here, but um, just talking about the game last night, I do think that that hit is something that was the catalyst that ignited the Capitals. You know, it was the big uh, save on Kucherov, and then it was the big hit. That is what lit the tinderbox, as they say, in the Capitals blew up. From camps on out, everybody was dialed in. Assistant coach Kevin McCarthy said the competitive level was where you need to be when you want to be successful. I thought we played a smart game as well. You know, this was another one where McCarthy was the one that filled in for Peter Laviolette because he's under COVID protocol. What we learned in the game was that, you know, uh, in uh, Laviolette's absence that McCarthy, you know, his wins and losses will be applied towards Peter Laviolette's record. Laviolette, who was put into NHL's COVID-19 protocol early in the day, Laviolette was also sidelined for the rematch. If he returns a negative test Monday, though, he could return for the game Tuesday at Florida. McCarthy said he and the rest of the staff had a brief video conference with Laviolette after the game. It's a W, right? McCarthy said when he was asked about the call, that's the most important thing. Everybody's going to enjoy it for a couple hours and get ready for the next one. The turning point Friday, interestingly, came after Abe Kubel was sent off. And that was the athletics assessment. It's interesting. We both were kind of on the same page there. Washington's penalty kill snuffed out a major infraction. And Milano, on his way out of the penalty box, snagged a heads-up stretch pass from Carlson and beat Andre Vasilevsky to put the Caps ahead 2 to nothing. And for me, watching the game, it was game over after that. The Caps team was dialed in. They had the steamroller fired up, and they rolled over the lightning Make no mistake about it. They, was, they were dialed in. There was no way they could have lost that game last night. The penalty kill, which got off to a rough start as it adjusted to a first-year assistant coach, Scott Allen's more aggressive scheme, has been the team's backbone recently. In fact, the unit has killed off 31 of 34 shorthanded situations over the past 11 games. That's good for 91.2% if you're doing math at home. Definitely, McCarthy said when asked if the Caps fed off the kill, some great blocks, some great saves, saves, and obviously getting that goal right after coming out of the box, and it puts the Caps up two to nothing, and momentum has obviously shifted our way. The goal was also Milano's first as a capital in the assist marked a significant milestone for Carlson, who had missed previous six games with nursing a lower body injury. Carlson now trails only Alex Ovechkin, Nicholas Backstrom, and Peter Bondra, and Micah Gartner on the team's all-time points list. It's an incredible accomplishment, Carlson said. I think anybody would sign up for it coming into their careers it's been a fun ride. And, you know, like I said, John Carlson will be revered as one of the best capitals, no doubt, uh, when he hangs up the skates. So it's great to have Carlson on this team. And we're so happy that he's back out on the ice. Said McCarthy about Carlson, you kind of underestimate a guy like Carly coming back into the lineup. Here's a guy that's played 26 minutes tonight. We were trying to manage his minutes, but guys like that, they produce offense and they just give everyone else confidence. So it's great to have them out on the ice. And Carlson is a confident guy. And I think that exudes from him. And I think that that confidence was contagious. As you know, there was a Capitals team last night that was playing with a lot of swagger. Milano has four points, two goals and two assists in four games since being recalled from the Bears. His second strike of the night came on a third period pass that deflected in off the Lightning's captain, Steven Stamkos. It always helps uh, an offense get guys points, Milano said. I feel pretty good right now. Milano wasn't the only capital to catch and needed break. Anthony Mantha, who is very hot and cold, hot and cold. He'll have a game where he gets 
you know, uh, goals in multiple games, and then he'll go cold for the longest time. Notched his second goal in 11 games to open the scoring midway through the first period. The big winger added an assist and added a fight to his record. Second career high, Gordie Howe hat trick. Washington's other two goal scorers, Alexi Protus and Connor Sheary, ended nine and seven game droughts. Um, you know, that's interesting because Alexi Protus was one of the guys that really lit it up uh, in the preseason and kind of hasn't had a huge role with the team. He hasn't really popped on the score sheets, uh, shall we say. A guy that's got a big frame, but you know, from what I've seen from him, not really a tough guy, not a guy that is going to mix it up. I have not noticed that uh, too much uh, about him, uh, you know, up to this point anyway. It was also a bounce back game for Kemper, who had been outstanding overall this season, but allowed a couple of leaky goals against the Penguins. Kemper was tested early by Kucherev breakaway and confidently turned away the initial attempt, then got just enough of his glove on Kucherov's follow-up. That definitely helps you feel good early on in the game, Kemper said. But more importantly, just as the group, we came together with urgency that we really wanted to win. And you could see in the way we play right from the start, and it was nice to see everyone get rewarded. Indeed, it was a statement performance by the Caps. It also set the stage for a potentially intriguing rematch at Amelie, Amelie excuse me, Arena in Tampa. So, you know, I do think it's going to be a physical game. I think that there's going to be payback. And the one thing that I worry about the most, I guess, is that I, you know, it's it's very eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth in the NHL. Who are they going to target on the Capitals? We don't need to be out any other players, but you got to think that, you know, Maroon or one of their big guys on their team is probably going to be targeting someone on the ice. And I could definitely see it being Hathaway as the two uh, mixed it up out there. So uh, again, I hope that doesn't happen. I hope that, you know, uh, wiser heads and greater uh, patience prevails here, but you know, I know how things work. You know, I remember when Wilson was here, sometimes he would seek revenge on players. I just don't want to see that happen. Um, uh, against on Sunday because we just we we don't need to add more uh, players to the list. What I'm hoping for is this confidence, this swagger, and just this winning attitude continue to go forward for the Capitals because what we saw last night was a team that was dialed in and playing hockey the way that they should be playing. And that's what we hope going forward. We can't get caught up too much on these one-off uh, losses. And I guess they're more than one-off here and there, but the Penguins loss, that one stung quite a bit. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers was a, a, a great feeling, but then there was the Arizona one, which is a little thing. So we got to try to kind of push the negativity out and concentrate on the positive that the Capitals picked up two huge wins against the Oilers, a formidable opponent, and the Lightning, and just kind of forget about the Penguins wins one that was in there as well we know they're not going to win them all but what you know the capitals have carlson back they're going to get more players back soon Oshi uh, potentially soon here uh dimitri orloff that kind of thing so concentrate on the positive this team won uh, in convincing fashion against a lightning team that has won multiple stanley cups it's not like they're playing you know this lowly team it was a convincing win against a great team and uh, don't underscore that ever. You know, I think it's easy to be negative when you talk about it. Well, they won that one. They got lucky. No, that's a poor attitude to have. They won convincingly because they were engaged. Some of their key players and some of the new players, Sonny Milano, Connor Sheary, 
uh, Protus, Anthony Mantha, all had their guns with them and they were firing. And uh, that's why the Capitals picked up the dub. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So once again, thank you for joining me on this short weekend edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.